You're muted. We can't hear you. That's a problem. Thank you. Sorry about that. Good morning. We're learning a sicha from Chelek Chav Aleph on Parshas Yisrael. The first sicha on Yisrael from Chelek Chav Aleph. We're learning this morning. Le'ilu Nishmas Rivka Bas Yaakov Shmuel. Tomorrow is her second yard site. She is the dear mother of our classmate, Vega Rachel Gollum. And um, I see that right and Q, Rebetzin Jaffe from Manchester has joined literally in the last moment. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I have a feeling that you knew um, Mrs. Gollum very, very, I'm sorry, not Mrs. Gollum. Um, I don't know her maiden name. Help me. Figurachal, help me. What was the maiden name? Simon. This is Simon. This is Simon very well. Are you in a position to tell us a little bit about her? Uh, she was away. Amazing, amazing. She was uh, she was the best cook on earth. She did everything for Lubavitch and anything we needed. She was always there for us to just uh, oblige with happiness and willingness and good heart and Everybody loved her. She, she was just just such a good good person. It was, and she was one of my very 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 best friends. What more can I say? She was devoted to to the Rebbe and the Bavich and everything. And Nashe, she was one of the founder members of Nashe here in Manchester. She was amazing, amazing lady. Well, you yeah. definitely painted a picture that we can uh, that we can embrace. We thank you for that, and it's a schos to learn Nishmas Rivka Bas Yaakov Shmuel Halevi. Culture second yard site. We're also keeping in mind for Fuah Shleiba, for Harav Yisav Yitzchak Matzima Chasya, and for Henya Rivka Bas Bracha Devar Leah. The Rashi Sicha that we're doing today is. Um, quite, quite a wonderful treat for all of us. I'm going to read um, the first two psukim of Perak Yotes in Parshas Yisrael, just so um, we have the psukim and then the particular Rashi that the Rebbe stops on. Again, this is um, Revi'i, the fourth part of Parshas Yisrael. The first pasuk in Perak Yotes, B'chaydesh HaShlishi, L'tzeis B'nei Yisrael M'eretz Mitzrayim, in the third month of Bnei Yisrael's departure from the land of Egypt, on that very day they came to the desert of Sinai. They had journeyed from Rephidim, and had come to the desert of Sinai, and they camped in the desert. And after the Pasuk tells us, the Pasuk then says, Yisrael camped there opposite the mountain. And on the words, Vayichan Sham Yisrael, Rashi says, Ki Ishechad Belevechad, as one person with one heart. And then Rashi continues to say, Aval Sha'or Kolachanayos, but all the other encampments, Bisar Aimais Ubmachlekes, were with resentment and dissension, discord. Arguments. That's the Pasuk and the Rashi. Aleph in the Sicha again. 
in Chelek Chav Aleph Yisrael Aleph. Al Apostol Vayichad Sham Yisrael Neged Ahar, and those words, Perish Rashi Vayichad Sham Yisrael. First, he brings down the Dibra Maschel the words and Bnei Yisrael encamped there. Ki Ish Echad Belevechad, like one man with one heart. Aval Sha'ar Kolachanayis, but all the other encampments Bisar Aimais Ubemachlekes were with disagreement, with discord, with dissension, and also Sar'aymais, complaints, resentment. Now, the Pashtus Nira, it would seem, simply speaking, Shekavonus Rashihi, Ledayek Olafarish Kibimechilta, that Rashi's intention is to, to bring our attention specifically to certain words and to explain them as does the Mechilta. The Pasuk uses the singular term and they camped. Which is different than the plural form that is used in many other places, which would mean they camped. And therefore, Rashi explains the Hainu meaning that the reason why the Tari uses the word Vayichan and not Vayachanu is because this time they camped like one man with one heart. But the other encampments were with complaints, with resentment, and with discord and dissension. And therefore, in all those other places, it says Vayachanu in the plural. But if we were to take this um, attitude, in other words, if we were to understand Rashi this way, then we are many things we need to understand. If Rashi's entire emphasis and his focus here is to explain why it says in the singular form and they camped, Rather than vayachanu, and they camp using the Hebrew form that that reflects the plural. Then all he should have cited in the Tibor Hamaschil is the word vayichan and vayichan alone. The Why does Rashi also include in the Tibor Hamaschil? The words Sham there and Yisrael that is talking about the nation of Israel. Now, regarding the word Sham, Sham, regarding the inclusion of that word, we might say that Lashitas Rashi, because the Torah uses the word sham here, which seems to be extra, it's extraneous. It could have just said vayachanu. It doesn't have to say vayachanu sham. Just vayachanu negedahar, right? So from this, we might say that the reason why Rashi adds the word sham in his Dibra Maschil is to underscore that we learn something very distinctive, not only from the singular form Vayichan, 
but also from the word sham, meaning there in that place. And what do we learn? That all of the other places where the Jews encamped were different than this place, than this sham. Hainu, shesham davka niskayim vayichan lashon yachid, meaning that it's only in that particular place that they rested in that way. As one man with one heart. But this was not true regarding all of the other encampments. And even more. In fact, it's only from this pasuk that we learn about the other encampments, that there was arguments, that there was dissension, that there was resentment, and we learn it from the extra word here, sham. Why? Because if it would only say vayachanu, the fact that the plural term would be used in a pasuk, efshar lefarshay kipshutay. You could explain that simply. That the, the resters, those that comprise the encampment, are a multitude of people. They're also divided by different tribes. And therefore, it says, in the plural, doesn't have to mean by definition that there was dissension, that there was resentment, that there was discord, that there was argumentation. It could simply mean that it's it's a plurality of people. So therefore, the Rebbe says, we understand why Rashi brings down the word sham in the deeper Hamaschil, because the word sham in this Pasuk is very instructive, and it underscores that their encampment in this particular place was distinctive and different from their other encampments. But we still have our question. Why does Rashi feel compelled to add the word Yisrael in the deeper Hamaschil? And again, we remind ourselves that this is a chiddush of the Rebbe, that the Dibur HaMaschil is part of Rashi's perush. Most other people simply understand that Rashi, you know, just takes a few words out of the puzzle, puts them there to draw attention to an idea. But the Rebbe taught, no, every single word that Rashi puts there is part of the perush. And if Rashi doesn't put a word that you think belongs there, that's also to underscore a particular point. But the Rebbe says, we're still left with our question, why does Rashi include the word Yisrael? And on the contrary, this, this question is very important. It's not just on the word Yisrael. It actually can upend the entire thesis. By including the word Yisrael in the deeper Hamaschil, it actually brings to bear a question on Rashi's, on Rashi's perush. <clears throat> because Rashi is bringing to light, he's underscoring, he's bringing to our attention that the Pasuk says, Yisrael. <inaudible> when you say Yisrael, you're referring to Am Yisrael. So Yisrael is referring to a mass of people. <inaudible> 
but in the singular sense, am echad, one nation, nimza. So once you understand that, it, we find that in fact, it works grammatically to say vayichan because the nation as a whole is being referred to. One nation is resting. So the word vayichan in the singular works. So from where does Rashi get this idea that Vayichan is coming to teach us something distinctive? Something distinctive about this encampment and something that contrasts it with every other encampment. When we have a perfectly good reason for the singular term, which is we're talking about Yisrael. Yisrael is a singular nation. Base. It would seem. We might say, We might say that what compels Rashi to comment in this fashion is not so much from the singular word itself, but rather from the shift, from the switching around in this very pasuk. Why? Because at the very beginning of this very pasuk, this very verse, it says they encamped Lashon Rabbim in the plural. They take it. And then immediately after it switches to they rested there, they encamped there in the singular. And from this, that the Pasuk switches from the plural to the singular term in one continuum, it proves that it was when they camped opposite the mountain, Harsinai, that they became like one man with one heart. But the Rebbe says, but then we have to understand something. We have found in multiple places in the Torah that in fact, when the Pasuk talks about B'nai Yisrael, we have both the singular and the plural appearing, even in the same Pasuk. You find the, the plural form and the singular form in the same verse, in the same narrative, in the same continuum, like further in our own Parsha, when it says, and the nation saw in the singular, they shook or trembled and they stood from afar. So is singular, is, is plural. We also find a similar thing in the previous parsha. The Jews saw the great hand of Hashem. They feared, they were in awe. And they believed. Again, you have the singular followed by two terms in the plural. And so therefore, Going back to the beginning of Sif Beis, the Rebbe is really undermining that argument 
that would say that Vayachanus switches into Vayichan because they're negedahar. That's something about their coming before the mountain of, of Sinai takes them from plural form and unites them into one mass. Rebbe says, you don't have to resort to that. That's not, we don't need that argument because we see in other places that the Torah speaks in the same passage about B'nai Yisrael in the plural and the singular. So the Rebbe is going to go back to that. Gimel. And we also have to understand simply speaking, the source for this explanation of Rashi is in the Mechilta. But now the Rebbe is going to delineate a number of differences between what it says in the Mechilta and Rashi. In the Mechilta it says, Every place where the Torah says, and they traveled and they encamped, they traveled with dissension and they encamped in dissension. But here, all of them were equal, with one heart, and therefore it says, and B'nai Yisrael encamped opposite of the mountain, and it uses the form Vayichan, the singular. And now the Rebbe lists the differences between the Mechilta and Rashi, and among the differences, Aleph, the Mechilta uses the terminology that here they were all equal. They were all of one heart. Rashi, on the other hand, um, Pirat, he, 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 he specifically includes the details like one man with one heart. So he doesn't use the terminology kan hushvu. He deletes that and he adds ki ishechad, like one man with one heart. Base, the next difference. The mechilta nemar noisim b'machloikes v'choinim b'machloikes, that they traveled with dissension and they encamped with dissension. But Rashi chooses to cite two terms. He doesn't use the word machlekes alone. He introduces the word tarumais, which can mean arguments or resentment. So Rashi says tarumais ubimachlekes. And Gimel, and the third difference is, And Mechilta finishes up with saying, and therefore the Pasuk says, in the singular, they rested, B'nai Yisrael rested there opposite Har Sinai. But Rashi just brings down, and they rested there, B'nai Yisrael in the singular, Rashi did not import the words opposite the mountain. And as we already know, there's nothing random about this. 
This is, these are all critical differences to understanding what Rashi is trying to teach us here. Se'iv Dalit. And we also have to understand we actually find a very similar Rashi to this Rashi, but there are differences. And it's, it's found and this Rashi is found in Rashi's commentary on a Pasuk in last week's Parsha, B'Shalach. And B'nai Yisrael lifted their eyes and behold, the Jew, the Mitzrayim, the Egyptians are traveling after them. So on those words, Perish Rashi, Rashi brings down to the Dibra Maschil, they are traveling after them. Basically, they are chasing them. With one heart, like one person. Over there, in last week's parsha, Rashi does not include the word Mitzrayim in the Dibra Maschil, which is different than what he does here, because here he includes the word Yisrael. What's the simple reason? Before the Rebbe gives us his limud on why Rashi doesn't include the word Mitzrayim there, he says the simple reason for this is Kenal, as we said above. Because the inclusion of the word Mitzrayim in the deeper Hamaschil would um, upend, it would undermine the specificity of the term because the Rebbe already reminded us that in truth, when you talk about a nation as one nation as a whole, then it is entirely appropriate grammatically to use the singular. So the Rebbe says, we could say simply that the reason why Rashi doesn't include the word Mitzrayim in last week's Parsha on a very similar Perush is because the inclusion of that word undermines what he's trying to teach, that it's coming to teach us that they were all united in their mission. But the truth of the matter is, you don't need to bring a reason for the singular after you're talking about one nation, which is one singular entity. But the Rebbe says, good. Okay, let's say even that you'll accept that. But even over there, we have to ask, Aleph, safe, safe. At the end, because of Nemar, Mitzrayim, Noisea, Acharehem. Let's say we're not sure why Rashi didn't bring down Mitzrayim there when he brings down Yisrael here. But the Rebbe says, but we have a good reason. Because bringing Mitzrayim into the Dibra Maschil undermines Rashi's whole parish, his whole thesis. But the Rebbe says, okay, fine. But the Pasuk still says, Mitzrayim noisea acharehim. <laughs> so even if Rashi doesn't bring it in the Dibra Maschil, he's commenting on these words which are in the Pasuk. Rashi, 
And the Pasuk itself undermines Rashi's thesis. Because once the Pasuk says Mitzrayim as one singular entity, then it is grammatically appropriate to use the term Nisea, traveling in the singular or pursuing. Base. Mahu shehetik Rashi min Gamas Ateva Acharehim. And why does Rashi include in the deeper Amaskil the word Acharehim after them, meaning after the Jews? And Gimel And in Rashi's Perush on our Parsha, Seder Hadvarim Hu Rashi says, like one man with one heart, the Ilusham, and over there in last week's parsha, with one heart, like one man. Why does Rashi invert the order? Okay, so before we go into the beer, anybody have any questions or shall we review the questions? Unmute yourself, tell me what to do. Yes, repeat the questions, please. Okay, so let's repeat the questions. Let's go back to the beginning. Okay, so we know what Rashi's parish is here, right? Vayichan Sham Yisrael. And Rashi's parish is Ki Ishechad Belevechad, Aval Sha'ar Kalachanios, but all the other encampments, Bisarai Mesubemachlaikis, where we're with resentment and dissension. So the Rebbe asks a number of of questions. One is, why does Rashi include anything in the deep Ramaschil except for the word Vayichan? That's essentially what he's commenting on. So why does he have to bring down Shem and why does he have to bring down Yisrael? So first he addresses the seemingly extraneous term Shem and he says that actually what Rashi is teaching here can be understood as coming out of the word Sham more than actually the word Vayichan. Because it didn't have to say Vayichan Sham. It could have just said Vayichan Yisrael Neged Ahar. The word Sham is extra and therefore comes to underscore the singularity of this encampment. And that's why Rashi goes on to say, that is different than all the other encampments. And the Rebbe says, it's really only from this Pasuk that we learn. It's only from the extra word Shum that we learn that all the other encampments were with dissension. But the question still remains, why the word Yisrael? And the Rebbe says, and on the contrary, the word Yisrael actually seems to throw a monkey wrench into Rashi's perush, because Yisrael means the nation of Israel as one entity, and therefore it's entirely appropriate to say Vayichan. In Seif Beis, the Rebbe says, it would seem that Rashi really is not compelled by the word Vayichan itself. What really compels Rashi, what really propels his parish here is that the Pasuk goes back and forth between singular and plural. It switches from the plural form, Vayachanu, to the singular form, Vayichan. But then the Rebbe says, but I'm not buying that because there are so many Psukim in the Torah where the Torah switches 
from the plural to the singular. And he brings us another pasuk in this parsha and a pasuk from last week's parsha. In Gimel, the Rebbe says, we also have to understand the differences because it would seem, Alpi Pashtos, that Rashi is simply importing his perush from the Mechilta. But when the Rebbe puts the Rashi under the microscope as he does, we, we see differences. One difference is that by the Mechilta, it says, Kan Hushvukulam. Over here, all of B'nai Yisrael were equal with one heart. Rashi doesn't bring in the words Kan Hushvu, but he does add the word Ki'ish Echad. The second difference is that in the Mechilta, the Mechilta says, Naisim They traveled with ascension, they rested with ascension. But here, Rashi introduces a new term, Bitar with resentment or complaints. And Gimel, the Mechilta finishes off by saying, the Mechilta underscores the words to imply that what happened to the Jews was a result of their being opposite this great mountain. Aval Rashi, but Rashi does not bring that in. Then in Sivdalid, the Rebbe compares and contrasts our Rashi here with Arashi in the previous parsha, where it says the Bnei Israel lifted their eyes and they saw Mitzrayim pursuing them, and again there it says Noisea Achareim in the singular, traveling after them, and Rashi says over there the Leib Echad Kiish Echad, and so the Rebbe asks three questions. First of all. The Pasuk over there says Mitzrayim. So it's appropriate that it should be Nisea. So why would Rashi not put in the word Mitzrayim into the deeper Hamaskin? Like he did here, he put in the word Yisrael. So we might say, but in the Pasuk, it says Mitzrayim Neseah. So, okay, so Rashi doesn't put in the Dibar Masra, but the Pasuk says it. So it undermines his thesis. Base. Why does Rashi bring down over there Acharehem? Neseah Acharehem. And not the word Neseah. Again, seemingly, just like the Rebbe asked on our Rashi, the Rashi seems to be in our, in our parsha on the word Vayichan. Over there, it seems to be on the word Noisea. Why include the word Acharehen? And finally, why change the order? In our parsha, Rashi says, Ki echad, echad. And by Mitzrayim, it says, echad ki echad. And the explanation of all of this. I just ask a question. Rebbe says, when a Pasuk uses plural form or singular form, 
to describe a nation as a whole. It is in the main, I'll be shot, talking about an action. Because when you're talking about a pu'ula, an action, there are two possible ways in which the action can be done. When that action is undertaken by the rabbin, by the mass, but it's done in a concerted fashion and it's done in equal fashion, then there is in fact place to refer to it in the Lashon Yachid. Because the action that is undertaken is one action, undertaken in concerted fashion. But when that action is undertaken in different forms by different people within that group, within that nation, then it's appropriate to refer to it in the plural. Because there isn't one thing that unites them and turns them from a plurality into the singular. But a contradistinction. But when you talk not about an action, but an emotion, or you talk about a thought process or something along these lines, shall rob him of a, of a plurality. And when you're talking about thought processes, and you're talking about feelings, they're never equal between one person and the other. You're always going to be talking about differences, variation. And then you're going to refer to it using the plural form. And the Rebbe says that once you understand this rule, and so based on this, therefore, then we're not going to be wondering when the psukim in the Torah go back and forth about a nation, one nation, using these two different terms. Sometimes using the plural, sometimes using the, the singular. And as the Rebbe illustrates us, and sometimes they're even in one pasuk right next to each other. Because it depends regarding what are you speaking. And now the Rebbe illustrates. And like we find in the pasuk that the Rebbe cited already. The Jews saw the great hand, talking about the great hand of Hashem. Vayar, in the singular. Vayiruam, in the plural, the nation feared. They were in awe. Vayaminu, and they believed. Inyan vayar Yisrael. So when it speaks about what the Jews saw, 
We're talking about a, um, uh, I'll be shot. They saw something. They saw what Hashem did for them and what Hashem did to the Mitzrayim in Mitzrayim. Call Yisrael Hayu Shavimbari. So regarding what they saw, they were all equal. And therefore it says Vayar in the singular. But when it came to how they revered Hashem and how to what extent they believed in Hashem, then for sure there was distinction, there was uh, there was variation, there was there was stratification. And therefore, we get it in the plural form because there was a lot of variation. Every person believed and revered in a different in a different way. And the same thing with the Pasuk in our Parsha. B'nai Yisrael saw, again in the singular, Vayanu, in the plural, they trembled. Vayamdu meirachik, and they stood from afar. And here, I want to just bring your attention. Um, if you could just take a look, going uh, to the next page, footnote 25. So we'll preempt this before it becomes a question. Rabbi says, Darei vayamdu, you would say, that the word vayamdu and they stood should also have been vayamoid because it's an action. It's not a feeling. It's not a uh, emotion. It's not a thought process. But the Rebbe says, "Ain perushay rak amida bepoil kulam." If you were talking about standing in pedestrian form, yeah, then they all stood the same. No, the Rebbe says, "Shenyana yira v'charada shahaya b'kalechad ba'ifin shalay." But the word vayamdu means they like to stand off, like, like, to, like they were in fear of Hashem. And so therefore, it's not the physical standing, it's the emotional standing off. And therefore, again, it's appropriate that it should be in plural form. So now we're going back to the last paragraph on page three of this sicha. When it came to seeing, it united them as one. They all saw the same thing. But when it came to how they trembled and how they stood off from afar, in these are things that that are a result of emotions, lecharada to fear, matim Then it is more um, proper to use the plural form, mitzad because of the very many gradations and distinctions in the fear and the emotion that gripped B'nai Yisrael at that point. Vav. So now, regarding the Rashi in last week's parsha that the Rebbe is now comparing and contrasting to our Rashi here, 
the Rebbe says, Hadgasha Eina Al Noiseya. What Rashi is underscoring is not only or even primarily the singular of the word Noiseya. Peulas Hanesia, the fact that one nation was pursuing the Yidin. Ella al Acharehem. And here the Rebbe is answering his question of why Rashi included the word Acharehem. Why is the word Acharehem so important? Hamechuvan Shebenesiazu, because it underscores the intention of their travels. Shahaisazu Redifa Acharehem that their travel was a result of wanting to pursue after B'nai Yisrael. It was a result of the fact that Parai and his, and his servants had a change of heart. Dahainu, meaning, The pursuit was a result of their evil and their evil intentions. And in regard to how much they hated B'nai Yisrael, they weren't all on the same page. They weren't all equal in their hatred. For sure, there were different levels. Paroi, the level of Paroi's hatred. Chartume Mitzrayim, the sorcerers. Hayare's Debar Hashem. There were some Egyptians that actually feared Hashem. And then there were those that didn't fear Hashem at all. And especially, then there was the cohort that actually begged Pare to <laughs> expel B'nai Yisrael from Mitzrayim. And if so, so once we understand the rule that the Rebbe introduced us to, that it's only appropriate to talk about a mass of people in the singular if you're talking about a physical action, but not if you're talking about emotions. So here it should have said noisim because what propelled their travel was this hatred, which is why Rashi brings down the word acharehim. Therefore, Rashi explained and is Mechadesh that no. Although you would think that it should have said Noisim because they were of different levels of hatred for B'nai Yisrael, but it says Noisea because something happened. They were Belevechot ki Ishechot. Even more, on the contrary. The fact that it says noisea here, it's not so much for any other reason except that it was because again, if you're talking about a nation, noisea is appropriate. There's no kasha. But then when he introduced the Rebbe's rule that you can only use a plural when you're talking about emotions, then we say it should have been noisim. But now the Rebbe tells us what's the Chiddush? Acharehem. 
the chiddush is underscored in Rashi bringing down is Dibra Maschil, the word achareim. Lir doif achare b'nei Yisrael. Ki ridifasam achare b'nei Yisrael haisa. Because their pursuit of Bnei Yisrael was not like you might have thought, with different gradations of hatred. But they were all on the same page in their hatred, with one heart. It's so bolstering. <laughs> All of them with one heart on the same page with full-throated, full-hearted hatred for B'nai Yisrael. And this caused them to act as one person. And therefore Rashi brings down Beferish, the order, as one heart, which then cause them to become as one person, to act in concert. Zayin. So now we're in a position to understand our Rashi in our Parsha. If you're talking about Al-Pipshat, that Bnei Yisrael rested, they encamped, Shal Bnei Yisrael b'mokamahu, you see, the Rebbe is bringing our attention to the fact that in the Pasuk that we're looking at, if you don't have a Chumash, I'll read it to you. The Pasuk again begins, Vayisu Merfidim, they journeyed from Merfidim, Vayavoyu Midbar Sinai, they came to the desert of Sinai, Vayachanu Bamidbar, they camped in the desert. So we already know that they camped. And there it says, in plural, then it says, Vayichan Shem Yisrael so because it says Vayachanu Bamidbar, the Imkain Behechrech Loimer, Shahahi Safa Vayichan Sham Yisrael Negadahar, Ba Kibir Al Vayachanu. The Rebbe says that we must say that the additional Vayichan Sham Yisrael comes as a commentary almost on the previously mentioned Vayachanu. Levaer as Oifen Hachania. Vayichan Sham Yisrael comes to explain the way in which they encamped. And the way in which their preparation for Kabbalah Satoira that would take place in this place, how that took place. So now we have a question. Again, based on the Rebbe's rule that he taught us, we would have to say that the spiritual, that the soul preparation in concert with the level of desire and general preparation of Matan was different for every Jew. Every person in consonance with their spiritual level. Starting with Moshe, Aaron, Beshivan, Hazkenim, then you have Aaron, the 70 elders. Then there's Hemshach, Bedagas, Hashanah, Shal Shar, Bene Yisrael. Then you have all the other Bene Yisrael that are stratified. 
the Chola, and concluding concluding with the Jews on the other end of the spectrum, they even questioned, is Hashem amongst us? So <laughs> how can we say Vayichan? Don't we have many different levels of Jews? That would make sense. Not because they are a plurality of people, but because of what the Rebbe taught us. That when you're talking about emotions, when you're talking about anything having to do with mindset, when you're talking about the inner landscape of people, they're always going to be different. So the plural makes sense. And this is what Rashi comes to explain, and specifically why he cites the word all three of those words. And he does not bring down the words that the Mechilta underscores opposite Harsinai, meaning. That the intention of this Pasuk here is to teach us that as Yisrael, distinctively as Yisrael, were the whole nation as one man. They were united. Their unity was not a result of the fact that they were standing opposite the mountain to accept the Torah. That's not what united them, because they were, in, in fact, very, very segregated by different levels. But it was the fact that they were Yisrael that united them. And once they were because they are Yisrael, that aroused a level of achtos that they should become as one heart. It was only once they were united on this transcendent level, as Yisrael, that that brought them, that that aroused them to a level of belave echad. I'm going to open up the chat because I think I saw something flitted. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's not that they weren't getting along. It was that uh, they were of different levels. Ches. Now the Rebbe is going to further expound on the difference between what Rashi does in last week's parsha, what he says about Mitzrayim, that they were of one heart, like one man, and what he says about B'nai Yisrael, that they were as one man, as with one heart. The Mitzrayim, when you're talking about the Mitzrayim, Zesh and Nasu the fact that they became one person, Hayam Echad. This is so so awesome. It's so beautiful. The fact that they were as one person was a result of the fact that they were of one heart. 
They were of one heart in their pursuit after the Jews. As the Rebbe said earlier, their hatred united them. That's why Rashi brings down the word As Mitzrayim, they were not united. That's why, now the Rebbe is answering another question. In last week's Parsha, Rashi does not bring down the word Mitzrayim Noiseya Acharehim. Whereas in this week's Parsha, Rashi brings down Vayichan Shom Yisrael. Why does he bring down Yisrael? Because it's the fact that we are Yisrael that made us Kiyosh Echad. Whereas for the Mitzrayim, no. As Mitzrayim, <laughs> they're, they're all independent contractors. But Noiseya Acharehim, but the hatred that propelled them to pursue after the Jews, that made them into one heart. They were all on the same on the same page in terms of the hatred. And that brought them to act as one person. Masha in contradistinction, the Yisrael Haisa Achtus Kiish Echad. The Jews were Kish Echad because that's who we are. We're Kaima Achas. That's 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 our default. Vilachain Khan Hetik Vihidkish Rashi Shaloshan Vayichan Sham Yisrael. And therefore Rashi brings down Vayichan and the word Yisrael. And it is this default unity, Aira Aisamliyas Belev Echad. It aroused them to become of one heart, the Kabbalah Satara, for the purpose of receiving the Torah. Omnam Lafiha Mechilta. But when it comes to how the Mechilta sees them, Achdusam, his bata bekach, shehushvu kulam leib echad. Their unity expressed itself in the fact that they were all equal in terms of their heart. Shekol b'nei Yisrael hishtavu zela zebeleiv v'ratzayin echad l'kabalas ha-tayra. They all achieved an equal level in their hearts, in their desire to receive the Torah. What the Mechilta is underscoring is that their equality comes as a result of their approaching Kabbalah Satira. It comes as it comes prophylactic, prophylactically as a result of their being negatahar. Now the Rebbe is going to explain that Rashi is saying something different. I'll pee him now. And based on this, shall appear as Rashi Hayukan Shnei and Yanim. Rashi is underscoring that there are actually two things going on. Kiish Echad, Ha'achtos Bein Bnei Yisrael, that they are in default fashion one person. Ubelev Echad, and that that led them to something else. That they should be as one heart, and once you understand the two dimensions that Rashi is speaking to, you'll understand 
what Rashi does that's different from the Mechilta, that he says, Rashi introduced a second thing here. Mechilta speaks only about Machlekes, but Rashi speaks also about resentment. Because once you understand that Rashi is saying two things, they were united because Jews are united. That's their default. And that caused them to reach a certain level of unity in terms of their hearts and their minds and their desire to receive the Torah. Sorry, are you able to just explain what the Mechaltos, I, I, I lost something there. What was, what was the difference of the Mechalta in, in the end of Ches? At the end of Ches, the Rebbe is quetching that the Mechilta uses the word that's how the Mechilta ends off its parish. Rashi doesn't include the words why? Because according to the Mechilta, the unity comes as a result of what's going to happen on that mountain. According to Rashi, the unity begins with a default that Jews are united. So according to the Mechilta, maybe you could argue that the feeling was a result of the, um, I'm sorry, the, like similar to the Mitri, I mean, Lahavdil, but similar to the Mitriim where their feeling was as a result. Is that correct? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think I see that parallel that the Mitriim were united by their hatred, and here Bnei Yisrael, Lahavdil, are united by the awesomeness of what's about to occur to them. So um, I don't know if it's proper to use this term, but maybe like, like. <laughs> The Mechilta, or by Mitzrayim, it's like acid reflux, you know. And Rashi's saying, no, there's, there's, there's a unity. Come in. Come in. I'm sorry. teaching now. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm going to put a paper on my door. I just realized that's what I'm going to do. Because the, the, the other times, I just ignore it, and then knock, 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 knock. So this time, I decided not to, but there's a smarter way. Okay. So again, in the other, in the other, um, both by Mitzrayim and vis-a-vis -vis the Mechilta, Hani's pointing out correctly that their unity is a result of something. And um, although there is a distinction, and that is that the Mitzrayim are united by a hatred that they feel, and B'nai Yisrael are united by something that is yet to come upon them. It's like an anticipatory um, unity. Is what's going to be happening by Matan Torah that they're becoming a nation? Like, is that what Mechilta is saying? And Rashi is saying, no, they are already a nation beforehand? I mean, like... Alesheva, yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely... I mean, the Rebbe doesn't say it in those words in the Sikhab, uh, but but absolutely, you could understand it that way. Uh, Rifki, does the Rebbe point out Eden? Oh. It's Kiish Echot first, and then Levechot. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. By the guy, by the midroom, it came from a whole different place. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what he said. Yeah, and the Rebbe is going to go deeper into this. It's it's really it's it's here. Now Yisrael move on Sham Dafka Sinai. 
right? And this Rebbe already told us that the Pasuk uses the word Sham and it's not necessary. So we understand that this Achtos is different than any other encampment. And Rashi goes on to say, In the other encampments, it was the opposite of unity. And it was of two dimensions. There was machloikes, beinehem. There was dissension amongst them, which is hefach, opposite of ish echad. And then there was tar oimais. There was complaints. There was resentments. This is the opposite of Belev Echad, which is what they, the situation that they were in, the Kabbalah Satira. Now the Chepa says, in Yud, Rashi. Now the Chepa says, now I'm going to squeeze the grape to get the wine, the most precious part. The world as it is on its own is a rishus harabim. It's a public thoroughfare. It's a free marketplace of ideas. It's a place where you don't see the connection between one thing and another. On the, on the contrary, this world is a place of division, of plurality. And this takes on, it comes into sharp relief when you're talking specifically about human, human beings. And that's because God created us and we're not similar to each other. The ain't the same Shabbos. Our thought processes are not the same. And this causes that our actions are not the same. Why? Because the actions, because we take action based on our intellect and our feelings. And therefore, they're not similar between one person and another. And our actions sometimes are diametrically opposed to the actions of another person. There's a lot, a lot of differentiation. So how can there ever be unity in the world? It's only kashur legilui shel ha'echad. So unity can only come from the revelation of the one creator, the one God that is higher than the world. And so based on this, we can understand on a deeper level the difference between the Mechilta and Rashi. The revelation of Hashem in this world is effectuated through two things that transcend the world. HaTorah v'Yisrael. The Torah and B'nai Yisrael. Asher b'Shvilam Nivra'ilam, like the first Rashi teaches. It's for the reason of these two things that the world was created. Now, L'fi ha-mechilta ha-gilu shalmatan Torah shalmalam e'ilam pa'al al B'nai Yisrael af-koidem l'kein. According to the Mechilta, 
the Giloi of Matan Torah, which of course is higher than the world, already affected B'nai Yisrael prophylactically before it happened. Bizman shall Erev Matan Torah. And that's why the Mechilta includes the terms Neged HaHar. Shekfar Ba'aisa Shah Bevoyim Al Midbar Sinai Hush Vukulam Lebechad Lekabalisatayah. So as soon as they arrived and they situated themselves in that geographic location where the Torah would be given, they were already all on the same page. The Ilulafi Parish Rashi, but according to Rashi, Pshuta Shel Mikra, because we're talking about a time before Matan Torah, you can't say that the revelation that was still in the future at that point already affected them prophylactically. But rather, Rashi explains their unity based on something else entirely, on the default unity of Jews. Their unity was based on the Yechida, on the highest, on the transcendent aspect of the Neshama. And this aspect of the Neshama is Lemaila mi Madregas Tamvadas. This transcends reason and logic and thought process and emotions. Because on all these other levels, on the level of logic and cognition and so on and so forth, we're all different. But the Rebbe says, Nikudas Hayados, Hashayr Be'ikar, Loi Be'mayach, El Be'leif. But this Pintaliyid, resides not in the mind, but rather in the heart, and was revealed when B'nai Yisrael left Mitzrayim, it is that Pintalayit that caused them to feel in the singular. And this itself, the fact that they stood as one because their pintalayid, their yechida was exposed. This is what aroused within them the desire and the deep yen for Kabbalah Satara. So although the Rebbe taught us now that their true unity resides in their pintalayid, the yechida of their neshama, that is an aspect, a modality that is found only amongst Jews, but still in all. But because we're taught in Kaihelas, taught us that Hashem created the world, there has to be a balance between Kedusha and the opposite. So there's something of this unity that can also manifest in the other nations. 
לפי שרוצין הקליפה להזדמוס אל קדושה ככויף בפני אדם. Um, so the Zayar says that Klippa always wants to um, wants to replicate Kedusha. Like a, mon- a monkey in some ways can replicate a person. And so based on this, we can understand what happened by the Mitzrayan. So there was some knockoff of what was by Bnei Yisrael, Inin Belev Echad, that they were of one heart, Shegoram Sheyu Kish Echad, which caused them to be like one person. Ela Shachiluku Kanal, that the Rebbe brings the circles back and says, but there's a difference. But by the rest of the nations, yeah, good, they could not, they could replicate um, a unity, an emotional unity, but not an emotional unity that's not based on anything, not a default emotional unity. Not the ish echa that Rashi puts in our Rashi first. But rather, their ishechad is an outgrowth and a result of their hatred. They hated Belevechad, and therefore they were able to unite Kishechad. But in contradistinction, when you talk about Bnei Yisrael, because our Pintelayid is our true existence. It's not peripheral. It's not tangential. It's not another aspect. It is our mitzius amitis. Therefore, nifal his achdus Therefore, there was a complete and total unity, like one person. Yud base. Afal hamitis so although, as the Rebbe just taught us, the true actos that Bnei Yisrael have because of the Bechina of Yechida Shabnefesh is not possible by the Umasayla. However, Afal Pikain, however, Me'achar Shematan Tareb Pa'al Ki Yedua Ez Bitol HaGzeira Shehefsika Bein Elyonim L'Tachtainim But because, as we know, what was the novelty of standing at Har Sinai, it wasn't new information because the Gemara says the Avais had all this information. They even had all the details of how to make a, a, a of Tavshilin. But it was the Bittel Hagzeira. It was the repudiation of the edict that El Yainim could not go down to Tachtainim, that spirituality could not saturate this world, and that that the temporal world could not be elevated Before Matatar it was Hashemayim Shemayim Lahashem, Livne Adam. What happened in Matantair? What's the Khidash? Chasidis teaches that there was the end of this Gezerah. There was the end of the Gezerah bin Elokuslinifraim between godliness and the created. And so the Rabbi says that what happened in Matantaira? The rescinding of this Gezeira also impacted the Bnei Noyach. That they too should be able 
to recognize and to feel the godly energy that is enclosed within them. And through the fact that they're able to recognize and feel this godly energy, which as Rebbe told us is the source of Achtos in this world, therefore they were able to effectuate some level of Achtos. That was bidugmas, not actually, but in the same style of the actors of Yisrael. Avaloi mamish but obviously not the real thing. Because they lack the ability that Bnei Yisrael has to recognize and to feel the modality of godliness that is transcendent, completely transcendent from the world. Because it's only, and dafka through that level, that transcendent level that only Jews can recognize and feel that they could be the actual achtos. The Indian zeh, and this idea, this concept, and this idea that after Matan Torah, the other nations of the world also have a connection to the aspect of godliness that transcends Seichel and therefore transcends Machlekes and separation, this expresses itself in the Psaq Halacha, that keeping Sheva Mitzvah has to be not because logic compels, and not even because these were commanded to Adam and then again to Noyach. Ella, like the Rambam teaches, but rather, but rather because HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded these mitzvahs in the Torah. And Hashem let us know through the agency of Moshe Rabbeinu that the Bnei Noyach that lived earlier were commanded in these mitzvahs. And because every person is obligated to say, for me was the world created. That the whole world and all the stratification from the inanimate, including the world of vegetation, animal life, until humanity was created because of me. And therefore each one of us has the obligation to turn this rishus, what looks to be like a rishus harabim, into a rishus hayachid, to make it the sole propriety of the Yehuda Yisbarach of Hashem. And therefore, every Jew has to try with everything that is dependent on them. Not only to promulgate Torah and Yiddishkeit to Jews, 
but also to impact Bnei Noyach, that they should keep their Sheba Mitzvahs, and that they should keep these Mitzvahs because that's what Hashem commanded. And um, this Sikha, you could see, is a fusion. And one of the Sikhas was given on Tubishmat. So wishing everybody a Belecha Tezvav Bishvat. And um, and all the brachas that flow forth. So again, we learned Leila Nishmas Rivka Bas Yaakov Shmuel Halevi on the second yard site, which will be tomorrow. And we are begging Hashem for for Shlema for Rav Yosef Yitzchak Ben Simachasia and Henya Rivka Bas Bracha Devar Leia. Could you explain? Um, what uh, maybe I missed a piece. Like, how does it connect with the the then when the Rebbe brings in the Sheva Mitzvah and like, why was that piece connected, or was it just like an additional? I don't know. I, I, I feels like I missed something. How all of a sudden we went on to why the Goyim don't have this, but at Matantara they got it. Like, was there something that? Well, I think up until and including Sif Yud Aleph, the Rebbe was was comparing and contrasting the Rashi in last week's Parsha with this with this Rashi and what Rashi says about the Mitzrayim and what Rashi says about B'nai Yisrael. And even when he went into the initial Torah, he was explaining that there could be a dogma of Achtos there, Masha Enkin, by B'nai Yisrael. There's the real Achtos, and that's because of the Yechida, b'chule, b'chule, right? In your debates, he says, and even though it's not possible to have the same but the Rebbe brings in a new Indian that Matan Torah was not only Poyal on Bnei Yisrael, but it was Poyal also on the rest of the world. That the Umas Ha'elam should also be able to feel something of the Elokus that transcends this world. And that's why it's so important that their fulfillment of the Sheva Mitzvah should be connected to the fact that it's a tzibui in the Torah and not logic because logic is not that transcendent level and ever since Matan Torah with the rescinding of the Gezeira against the fusion of the Umas Ha'elam entered into a new category as well that they too can be Margish Elokus as it's above this world. And how come, I'm sorry, I have so many questions. And how come that, um, if it says, if the Rebbe says that after they came out of Mitzrayim, that's when the Yechidah was revealed, how come all the other places that they went to, they were fighting? Yeah, I had the same question. Don't be sorry. So I go to Shaila. Hey, our Yechidah is revealed now. And we're not always, um, let's just say, on the most revealed level acting in total unity. So Weistais, it seems that even when the Yechida is revealed, uh, we're capable of... Um, so there was something it. about the space of, of, of the, the place where Matzen Torah was going to happen that kind of enabled the Yechida to be activated, maybe. 
but the Rebbe is fetching that Rashi is not taking that, that the exactly. Mechilta Right, so that's why I'm saying, how do yeah. then we explain that here they had Yechida, but it wasn't activated, but now it all of a sudden was. What happened? Maybe because they counted seven weeks and they were, um, they, um, you know, whatever we do the, during the Sphira, that we, they were on a higher Madrega. I think the Rebbe does say ki ish echad. I mean, the Pesach says ki ish echad. So something must have happened in that equation that caused Yechida to be revealed among us. Yechida probably has to be pulled out. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just, just, just thinking out loud. It seems to be that Yechida has to be pulled out. It doesn't just... It's not, even though it's there, it's not revealed because it's above revelation. It's lamalami tam vadas. Tam vadas is revealed because you know your perceptions, you know your thinking, you know your analysis, you know your tastes, you know your feelings. This is me tam vadas. It's greater. So it's not revealed, right? So yeah, there must be right. something that has to pull it out. So it's yechidah. Yechida, you know what I can't help but think, and I don't know if I'm correct in this, but this is the Esther, thought. I'm so sorry, this is so rude, but I forgot, and I see, um, so before, I, please hold your thought, Esther, no, no, but no, no. reminding us that everybody needs to reserve for our dinner in Mitzvah and our Fabrengen next week, Chav Bey Shvat, in the, in the Shluchim office on the fourth floor at 6.30, it's dinner and Fabrengen, and uh, because it's dinner and for bringing, uh, we want to make sure everybody is prepared for properly. So if you could reserve, that would be wonderful. I'm so sorry, Esther. I was afraid more people might leave. Please continue, Esther, because what you're saying is so important. But while you were doing the sikha, what popped out of me in a whole different... Is that... And I, I hope nobody gets... I hope I'm saying this right. But in you, in the Holocaust... What you actually saw was Yechida. I never thought of it in those terms because the only thing that mattered was that you were a Jew. And what makes us a Jew is our connect, is Abishter's connection with Abishter. It's our, the only thing that mattered was that we were Jews. And that's the way they went just because, and the entire world didn't help. And you can say there were some Chassidei almost Island, maybe that's Erev but the entire world were united in a way not to, it just, I don't know, it just, when you were talking about this, it just popped into my head that you really see the Yechida because what is Yechida? It's that oneness with God and that's what we represent. When a guy, when a non-Jew looks at us, do they look at us as who we are or do they see Eberster? And if they see Eberster, isn't that Yechida or at least an element of Yechida? I don't know. Anyway, I just, just popped into my head, so I just said it. Thank you, Esther. Um, one back? other thing I forgot to say is that we are going to try to create a Zoom link to the Fabrengit for those people who will not be in New York. So um, it's not been done yet, but hopefully will be able to be achieved. Um, Esther, did you ever, and everybody else, uh, when you were talking, it reminded me of the book, Hasidic Tales of the Holocaust by Dr. Yaffa Eliach, Aleha Shalom unbelievable collection and every story is exactly this about the Yechida that, that came out in the, in the Holocaust. 
Um, I want to go back to the beginning of the Pasuk where we got where this all started from, where it says Vayachanu Bamidbar, and then goes on to Vayichan Shambi Yisrael. So why was the why is the Vayachanu in plural? Vayachanu Bamidbar? Why is that plural? Is that saying that they were fighting there? That's why it was plural. I mean, they were all resting, so they all should have been, it should have been singular there also, but it's not, it's plural. And if so, so why isn't that part of the Divrei Maskel? Because that's giving us the whole idea of the fighting and then the Ve'yichan that it's not. So. So isn't that what Rashi is doing by juxtaposing the Ve'yichan? But and, it's not, therefore saying, so is the Vayachanu Midbar, they but they came to Midbar Sinai and then they were and there they themselves in Midbar Sinai, there was some kind of a fight there. There was something there that happened. There was some kind That's of what a, it seems that there was dissension, but then when they came what, Sham, then it was Vayichan. And it wouldn't have to be also be part of the Divrei Maskil there. Like, what was the dissension there? Like the other places, there's things that specifically we knew were happening there. No, I mean, I have to go back to all the psukim to go see what exactly they were fighting about. But the other times where they were, there was always something that happened. There was a, I don't know, something that they were arguing about or asking for. Or, but isn't part of the Chiddush of the Sikha that doesn't have to be an overt argument or um, like a Merida against the Baruch Hu, but rather that if they're not all emotionally aligned, spiritually aligned, it's already Bayachanu. Even if we don't know that they were fighting about something specifically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Isn't that life? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Thank you very much, Rifki. Thank you. Very Thank much. you so much for your beautiful words about Thank your you. friend, Mrs. Simon, her Nishama Shahab and Aliyah, and cult of everybody, and looking forward to seeing um, those that I will see in person in Ritashem very soon. And I'm looking forward to learning we, next week's class, irrespective of where people might be, will be at the same time um, at 10 a.m. because that's the time of our shir. So we're going to keep the kfiyas. And um, we're looking forward to for bringing together, whether in person or if they're going to be able to arrange also a Zoom in person and on Zoom. Kol Tuv and a good Tesvav Vishvat and a wonderful week. Thank you very much. Cold tooth.